buddy Antonez, the king of arena cross here after Oakland, uh, and he's probably going to have some fat-ass Jack and Cokes and Philly White Chess hookers <laughs> later on this evening. Um, probably not. Maybe not so much of the second half, but probably more of the first half. Um, talk about approaching a track like this. Like, How do you coach a rider to approach a track that's literally falling down around him? Yeah, you know, it was it was tough all day, you know, and... and uh, you know, advice that works at the beginning of the race isn't going to work at it, the end, or you're vice versa. Very correct. So, you know, some of the advice that I gave uh, Justin, for instance, was, you know, if a line wasn't working, move. Don't get caught up in it too long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, search around. Uh, we moved some little things outside of the bumps versus inside of the bumps, mm-hmm. so it opened the track up uh, there by the mechanics area, which he was able then to go off that single or further into the triple. Mm-hmm. So a couple little things like that. Um, the next thing was when it gets rutted, generally a rider wants to get back further on the bike. Right. It's just a natural instinct yeah, to get back. And you had to actually get more forward here with some of the seat bounces and stuff and how, yeah. how what they say, pocketed the transitions were, right. what they were saying. Further back you seat bounced, the more it kind of bucked off the lip a little bit more. Right, so, there's kickers everywhere. Yeah, so we moved them up a little bit more forward on the seat bounce, and then that was able to add a little bit more control with the bike as far as kicking back at you. Um, so those were some of the little adjustments we made on the night. The big thing was, uh, like Justin, for instance, he just, you know, finally seen those guys and about halfway you can just see he freed up and started riding like we've seen him ride Mm -hmm. and uh, that was the the big difference and then we all know he's a technical rider and from that point he just started doing all those things naturally the way he would so it's like you keep digging for those things and then when they finally get in that flow it just starts happening the way it's supposed to um weston seemed more than frustrated with his day um throughout the main event heat races you name it um how do you keep a guy clear-headed and and dissecting the track when when he's when he's reacting like that how do you kind of calm a guy down Believe it or not, for uh, aggressive Wesson is on the track. He's pretty calm back at the truck okay. and pretty open to suggestions. But this was, I was just telling Jeremy Albrecht, that this was the first day um, that I was having trouble getting through to him that less was more, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And he was still trying to really almost attack the track too hard right. at times. And then, um, so it was like, got a great start. And he just kind of, you know, struggled with the track a little Some bit all day. a little bit. Like yep. everything he did, he just keep going further back. Yep. And he, you know, once, like you heard those guys say in the press conference, once one mistake happened, it could mm-hmm. lead to another. Right. Heart rate starts to go up, you know, from all the little mistakes. And, right. and he actually did start to recover about the middle. Mm-hmm. And then he went off the track and then fell. So yeah. And then yelled at a truck. Yeah. So. But Weston, you know, he'll get that emotion really heavy on the track. But you get him back to the truck and, and you know, always say he's a teddy bear. For sure. Um, his line coming after the, the triple-double, and then there's a kind of – most guys were going three on to the table before the mm-hmm. whoops. Um, his line was to go double, single on, on the table, and then over, mm-hmm. um, which let, let him go on the left side of the whoops, which I think is where he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But then when in the main event he realized that everyone around him was tripling on, that forced him to the right side of the whoops where he's less comfortable. Um, what were you thinking when he decided to kind of follow everybody out there and end up on the other side of the whoops? Well, I had been telling him – from practice to maybe that that outside triple on was faster for sure it was, you yeah. know and uh you know he hadn't gone there so in the main we actually radioed down and Weston's great at reading the board and knowing kind of what we're asking of him yeah. and he moved to the triple on um 
And, you know, the whoops had shown some speed on the right side all day, some speed, but, you know, that's practice versus what they were shaping up like in the main. Um, The top of every one of those whoops moved about three feet. Yeah, but to be honest with you, that was not his trouble area. You know, his trouble area was the staircase on and that that first rhythm lane. Um, And, you know, to, to his credit, he was trying everything he could, lighter on the bike, off the table, you know, all those things, but he just, from lap two, he went flat sideways off that thing, and it just right. seemed like it was in his head more than anything. Definitely. Well, he seems to really be uh, making a point to to race with the guys that he feels that like he should be with this year. I think he's always kind of done that, but also this year he seems to really have like a defined line of which group that he should be with. What like how do you instill that with him? How do you make a guy who, for like the reality was he was like fighting to make mains four years ago, and now he sees the number three and says, "I can run with that guy." It's been a steady process with Weston, but Weston, at the end of the day, he's just, he's a fighter, mm-hmm. and he rides with heart every single lap. He'll yeah. put it out there. And so, all those years, he made some progress. Mm-hmm. This year was the first year I could tell that he was really believing that he was a top guy. You could just feel it in, in the air, you yeah. know, with him. Seriously, so like it, he's racing guys down yeah. the whoops, like, yeah. Eli went into the whoops with him, he's like, nope. Nope. Yeah, and that's that's the big that's the big belief with him right now, and and yeah. and he's that's passed huge. some good guys already this yeah. year, yeah. and as soon as he gets everything sorted in that comfort level up running up front, which he's yeah. been, uh, you know, sky's the limit with him. If you if you track his progression, it's going to happen. Scale one to ten, how mad is Phil right now? I haven't been back to the track, but I would imagine it's probably a 10 plus, 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 yeah, plus. Fair enough. Yeah. We're going to move, without even pressing stop on this, we're going to fish our way over hey, to uh, Justin Hill, the guy I see at the gym all the time. He's <laughs> lifting the big weights. He's beating the shit out of the, uh, the, the mannequins over there. <laughs> Um, and and, and I sometimes overhear uh, a conversation Thank where you, God you don't bring your cameras. No gym. kidding, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I did one time, did you? But yeah. uh, and, you know, sometimes I overhear you and see Brad's a great guy, and I assume yeah. you're talking about your mechanic. Yeah, but yeah, also, but, I'm Brad. Apparently, Brad. I was well. I, I I was flattered. You should but, take uh, that. You should. You got to take those when you totally, get them. Man. Absolutely. Hey, they don't happen often. <laughs> but uh, hey, that last Brad year, guy, man. last year you win. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Walked away with it. Yep. This year, your 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 season's best. Yep. What is it about this place? What is it about the soil? It's I, like I said, man. I think they bring it from Alcatraz, and it's got some special properties because it's mm-hmm. it's pretty it's pretty weird. Like it, like it's moon like sand. yeah, it's, it's moon like your moon sand. sand it's like moon sand a little bit. That's right, man. And no, honestly, it, it's like just when you think it's gonna harden up and be like, oh, a regular yeah. supercross track, it just way isn't. <laughs> like just when you think it's gonna be like, oh, it's just gonna be silty and you know mm-hmm. harden up and everything. No, dude, it goes to the floor still. Like I don't get how it happens, but um, but yeah. I mean, for me, it being my best finish, I don't know why or what it is about this place. I mean, I, I like, I'm just not a superstitious guy at all. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even know where you're I, at. I, no, I just I don't care, man. I just show up and race, and and when things happen, they happen. I just, I'm trying the whole time. There's, yeah. you know, it's like, not like you'd be like, oh, I'm at Anaheim, I, I'm not supposed to win tonight, or I, I struggle here, you know? No, like, like I mean, I know I generally struggle with the opener. Like, gen- I mean, I just that's just historic. You don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to think about that one very mm-hmm. hard. But yeah. for the most part, it's like, you know, I, I feel like I could pick it up at any moment, you know. And last year it was quicker than it is right now. Yeah. But, but you know, there's way more fast guys this year. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's that's really the the, <laughs> the end story, yeah. period. You know, yes. there's way more fast guys. It's harder to get starts. It's harder to beat the guys. Totally. It's, it's it. <laughs> um, 
my assumption, uh, based on your previous rounds, is that when you got to the, t- the front, you'd be you'd show up with a little bit of angst, a little bit of attitude. But you were able to kind of cu- like curb that and just race smart, uh, which which is something that I was that wasn't expected of you. Uh, how are you able to just go out there and and, and just kind of tech, be a te- technician out there rather than a raging maniac? I'm just generally not a raging maniac, Fair except enough. for that mannequin in the gym. I'm right. a raging maniac on him. Mm-hmm. But other than that, no, I, I, I just, I really think that that I was just out there gaining experience and and, and taking in the moment and, yeah. and realizing what what I was doing good out there and learning. Um, you know, I'm I'm learning every single day. Yeah. And I'm learning just just towards my future, and, and I, I never stop. But obviously, this is a this is a a change, right? right. So I gotta learn. And and, and gather as much intel as I possibly can on what I'm doing right now. So um, that just being out there and just riding smart and, like you're saying, just kind of trying to be technical, I don't think it was really anything. You know, it was just me out there trying to learn and trying to trying to understand to the to the fullest what's going, what's happening. You know, and and that way I can put myself back there. We're, we're two weeks away from going east. Uh, would be a break for a lot of people, but some people like to uh, ride 450s sometimes. Would you like to, uh, to jump on a 450 on the east coast at all? I haven't talked to Jeremy about it, but I, I would actually love to, especially just because of how it's been going and everything. You know, I think I could gain, I could gain actually from just going and racing more mm-hmm. because I, I obviously it's taken some races to get going, and sometimes the 450 sets me back on the 250 a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm in a point with the bike, and I, I'm not that worried about it. I might bring it up, but I don't know. I mean, we already got three big bike guys out there. It's that's mm-hmm. kind of I don't know if we'll be able to do that, but um, yeah, it's something. It's something I'd for sure be interested. In doing just because yeah, obviously I'm, I'm gonna be on that bike next year yeah. and and it would be uh it would be great experience for me 100 percent. if that doesn't shake out any chance that you beg uh um mr antonez to borrow one of his 252 strokes maybe even a 125 two stroke and do a sweet edit oh yeah boy yeah. oh yeah, yeah pre-mix me and bud man is in that bashers yeah. yeah there's yeah we have oh yeah pre-mix paris night practice me and bud man Wednesday night. Sunday, Sundays. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. <laughs> All right, thanks for the time, bud. Yeah, no worries. Post-race interviews here from Oakland with Justin Barsha. Man, what the fuck was that move out there? I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Rubbin's racing, right? Uh, it wasn't rubbing for me. I just went in the inside, and he wasn't ready for me to be on the inside. And it was a, for me, it was a great pass. I don't know. I didn't intentionally go in there to take anyone out, so. <laughs> the way it broke down was basically you did the wheel tap, and when you came in, it was nice and hot, and uh, he was just unprepared for it. So that move, to me, was where you needed to be. That's where you were going for, and your opponent wasn't ready. Pretty much. I mean, I, I, I'm not interested in taking anyone out. I'm a ride aggressive, but I'm not trying to take anyone out for sure. So, yeah, it just is what it is. It was... Uh, he was kind of in the wrong place, wrong time, because I carried a lot more speed in there and, and turned down, and we touched a little bit. Uh, moved past that. Yeah. I had a great night. Uh, bad start to Maine. Cost me, you know, podium, and, you know, I was hoping for a win tonight real bad. I had a, you know, qualified fastest. Won my heat. Was feeling awesome, and uh, just uh, that start killed me. But positives, I charged through the pack good, and, and I actually rode really good. So can't really be bummed on that. Just, uh gotta get those starts man everyone's so close on speed and and really good right now so just need to nail the starts um coming into the season i'm not too sure where your goals were but does the start of your season kind of change your outlook as far as like where i where i can be yeah for sure i kind of set my expectations a little 
little low, I guess, for how I'm doing because I've uh, kind of exceeded them, which is which is great. I'm accomplishing things on on the, the list I put together that I want to accomplish, which is amazing because uh, I was unknown coming into the season. Um, so you know, it makes me happy. I'm I'm proud of myself and the people around me. And uh, you know, a, a fifth place to be mad about is not a bad thing. You know, I've been in a lot worse positions, but uh, all in all, it was uh, it's all good. A fifth place position, but there's like you've gotten fifth in different ways. I, I believe, like like bad start, come forward, yeah. good start, move back. I yeah. feel like this this year, this this particular race, given the start that you had, you actually kind of like made the best out of the situation in, in going out and actually like making some moves to put yourself where you need to be. Yeah, like a to the that three race thing. I moved to the pack every race, which was good, and and uh, yeah, this weekend as well. I I think I started like you know 14th, 13th, something like that, and came through the pack and had to make some aggressive passes but i I, honestly it was you know great racing i had i was having a good time just the track was really difficult it was uh it was a man's track and you know little mistakes you know it cost a lot of people some positions tonight so all in all a good night um not really mad just uh more motivation to get back on podium because i got that that taste now so it feels feels good being up there Totally, you want that invite to the post race presser, right? Yeah, I, I yeah, I want to be there for sure. <laughs> um, talk about that, uh, t- like the the triple on the, onto the table after the triple before the whoops. Um, that really started to like deteriorate, yeah. fell fell down around everyone. Um, approaching that late in the, the race, a lot of guys almost kind of like wheeling onto it, sort of thing, like really looping the bike out. What was the strategy there? Shreddy was just to get on a tabletop and unfortunately that did cost me a few few seconds I think in the race to you know get closer to Marvin uh yeah that section then the section after the whoops was the ruts were so gnarly I missed that rhythm a few times which everyone did I think uh yeah it was mostly that triple on table and the rhythms were super difficult um all in all you know they did a good job with what they were given the dirt wise and stuff yeah. so i can't really knock anyone for the for that i thought the track like it, it's good to have separators but you, because you know where you're at like you know you know i was charging through the pack and i came into fifth and i passed a lot of people so it kind of separate it's a separate separator which right. is great if it was an easy track like anaheim too i would have been screwed <laughs> totally. Uh, one line that I saw you do that I only saw only one other guy do was uh, the uh, was the, the three, three three two yeah three three two yeah uh, one time in the main that I saw you do it maybe not even once uh, and then basically everyone abandoned that who was doing it. Uh, what was it like to stretch that out going big to big and um, yeah. Yeah, I uh, spotted it. Uh, actually, Keith McCarty spotted it. He's like, I think, think you could, think you could do that. And uh, I, I busted out at pretty much every lap, in, mostly every lap in my heat race, and then uh, did it quite a few times in the main. But it broke down too much and, and wasn't able to get it. This was yeah. a track that broke down a lot. So, you know, do do everything you can as much as you can, and then when it breaks down, you just kind of, you know, try to get through it as good as you can. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, no worries. Thanks a awesome. lot. Appreciate it. Hayden Melross, the owner of the only style check on uh, press day and uh, and the receiver of uh, many a block pass during the main event. You and uh, Adam Cianciarolo had a little bit of a battle there, and I think uh, he might have dirtied you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, he, was uh, yeah, he was. He was going forward, you know, for me. Um, I felt like I was going forward for a good, you know, 10, 11, 12 minutes of the main event. I felt great. I got myself up into 10th. I could see I could see 7th, and it was kind of like, uh, you know, a, a breath of fresh air for me. I had um, I had Mitchell Harrison and, and uh, Kyle in front of me. I'm like, hey, you know what, I'm going faster than them. But uh, I kind of made a few mistakes, dropped back, caught him again, dropped back, caught him again. And then by that point, 
I actually started getting a little pump, a little, um, you know, I was using way more energy than I needed to, and, uh, yeah, then uh, it just wasn't myself, you know, it was the last four or five minutes of the main event, just uh, a little disappointing for me, but, uh, you know, we're moving forward, that's that's the main thing, so I was kind of happy about that. Tell me a little bit about your heat race, great start, up there with the boys, battling, feel good? Yeah, it felt great, you know, to, to get up there and run that pace, um, yeah, come around in the, the, the turn in third, which was a bit of a surprise for me. It's kind of not not been my strong point this season, so it's been a little different. But to come around in third, it was it was really uh, relieving and a bit you know refreshing, and kind of just kind of sent it for a couple of laps to see if I can uh, stay with the boys. And and you know I did. I kept a manageable gap. I felt like, and uh, I felt really good. Kind of picked up on some great lines, some great speed heading into the main event. Uh, battled for the most part of the the main uh the heat race with was chase sexton so it was a good guy you know good guidance considering he's you know obviously got a podium before and uh exactly and uh he when he passed me you know i tried squaring it up going back under but i got caught with a lapper so you know i was i was in for the fight i was i was trying um you know as i said it's a lot of positives to take and and that that heat race was definitely one of them for sure, it looked like the kind of track that uh, forced you to race it hard when it was good, and then forced you to be a finesse rider halfway through. And you had to kind of figure out what, what, when that was going to have to happen. Um, speak on kind of approaching that scenario. Yes, it was tricky, that's for sure. Especially from you know lap one of the main event yeah. to, to the Try last to lap, it, it was hard. Uh, and then that kind of goes back to what I said, like you know when I I could see seventh and eighth in front of me, and I could push and push and push, and I was wasn't using as much energy. <coughs> But come, you know, but come the seventh or eighth minute, them lines that I was using, I was, you know, exerting double the amount of energy yeah. that I was on lap one, and exactly, and you know, the, the ruts changed. I had, you know, I was searching for new lines. So not only, you know, physically am I wearing myself out mentally, my mind's going at a million miles an hour trying to find different lines on the track and things that aren't, you know, going to make me have a big crash or something. So. Uh, you know, it's a very, very demanding track physically and mentally, and, and just trying to find them lines. Each each lap was the hardest thing for me. Your second year with uh, the 5150 <coughs> Energy Drink Yamaha team. Speak to kind of a third year, third year. Wow, uh, I need to learn my Aiden Melrose history. But uh, um, speak to just ha- like being a 250 rider that has a consistent program. You know, every year you're rolling into something that's a program that's evolving, a, a, a program that's getting better every single year. But it's it's familiar faces, it's familiar uh, technology. Uh, speak to that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's my third year with the team. Um, it's it's been a great transition, especially this year it's been uh you know most of the same people so it's kind of nice to kind of you know what you know what to expect you know you know the people it's not like you're learning different people's uh relationships and, and personalities you know so um you know to, to build that relationship with um with the team again for another the three consecutive years has been great um you know the whole team works hard and, and we've had a great you know a great uh start to the year i would say considering the circumstances that that i've been faced but um you know, I, I'm going to finish it strong. I've got you know, San Diego next weekend that I've got a, I've got a great plan for this week. I go, you know, hit my marks, come out of San Diego, get a good another, another good result, and then I've got a, uh, yeah, exactly. I got a, I got a good, uh, you know, five six weeks to kind of work on my faults, work on what I'm just missing. Um, you know, this month of January and the beginning of February have been very tricky, and I kind of learn a lot as myself uh, with the team. You know, with the team myself, everything I've learned a lot, and I think uh, that six weeks I can really kind of focus and and you know narrow. Um, you know, focus on uh, on what I need to to work on and and, and 
narrow it down to them fine little things and, and just just tick all the boxes so when I come out in Indianapolis I'm, I'm ready and you know I've turned my weaknesses into strength and I can just um, put it up in that top five and even further up on the box if uh, you know, know where I, that's where I need to be and, and where I can be. Exactly. That's it. Well, safe to say you won't be working on your whips during that six-week span because uh, those seem to be on point. But I really appreciate the time, my friend. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Cool. That was cool. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Big MX post-race interviews, final one of the night, standing outside of his rig, one of the ugliest-looking RVs in the whole planet, uh, and these pits... Cheyenne Harmon, he's finally smiling. Not the best day, man. Tell me about it. Well, I appreciate all the nice compliments. Um, motorhome for letting me stay in here. The other oh time. yeah, you're welcome for breakfast, by the way. You know, yeah. even though my motorhome is the ugliest one out here, um, this is the last race for it, though. It's sold, so okay. Um, but it does get the job done. You did enjoy my microwave and my couch, so yeah, your couch, microwave, and uh, and the skillet because you did make me breakfast two days ago. I did. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yep, no problem. Um, yeah, so day just started off good. We we're sitting 26th overall, and uh, just after that, things kind of deteriorated for us. Sort of the track. Track definitely was very technical. Uh, no secret that I've struggled with supercross tracks that have ruts like this on it. So um, I just need to get my head clear. I've kind of got myself in a little bit of a rut right now that uh, isn't where we want to be, considering we started off the season pretty well and. Um, you know, we're we're wanting to be in the main events, and right now we're we're not even close. So, um, gonna get with you know all the sponsors that help me out. We're gonna put our heads down, figure out what's going on, and uh, get this resolved. And um, you know, try to get the rest of these races and, and be there and be close to the main event. And try to get in the main event. You know, uh, it is tough. It's definitely a stacked field. Um, but I know my capabilities, my equipment. Merge Racing has got my equipment working awesome. Uh, so there's no no excuses there. Um, it just really is coming down to me. Um, I've got to get some mental things on my side figured out. If I can do that, then um, we're, we're going to be one of those guys. Fair enough, my friend. Uh, Dallas Supercross is about three weeks away uh, from today. Uh, obviously, that is your biggest race of the year, uh, being from Texas. Uh, what do you need to do to... Uh, get everything where it needs to be come gate drop for that right for that race um like i said just getting my mental side figured out um gonna go back home to texas and do some testing with merge and um just kind of get back to my normal routine you know being out in california i don't live here but uh it's kind of like a second home um but at least going home i can kind of be back on my routine that i was doing before anaheim won and um, that was one of my best races of the year, and that was one of the toughest races of the year. So, um, yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll be good. Just get this little bump in the road figured out and um, just be ready for Dallas. It's a big race. It's my hometown race, so we'll have a lot of friends and family there. And, uh, yeah, definitely just would like to have a good show in there and uh, the rest of the season. Awesome, my friend. Well, uh, looks like uh, brighter days ahead, especially for uh, the paint job on this machine. Uh, it is very bright, easy to spot. If you're heading down the 5 freeway anytime tomorrow and you see uh, a purple people eater uh, rolling down with, uh, with a frowny-faced, blonde-haired kid uh, at the wheel, that's Cheyenne Harmon. And uh, Cheyenne, I know you got a ton of great sponsors uh, in addition to uh, Shawnee Motorsports and Merge. But, uh, yeah, run those down for me if you can. Uh, yeah, I just want to give all glory to God, and then I definitely a big shout out to Todd over at Shawnee Motor Company. Uh, 
Jim, Jim Lewis and Merge Racing, my mechanic Clayton. Um, <clears throat> we've all put in a lot of work to this program, um, along with, you know, we have recluse clutches and Galfer USA brakes, dirt trick sprockets, guts racing, seat covers, rinthal, uh, FMF pipes, answer racing or eye helmets, Scott goggles, Rhino power, skivvy underwear, uh, justified cultures. Um, Brad over here at Big MX for for always uh, stopping by and yeah, uh, getting the interviews. Dirt bikes for Poly, Poly Texas, uh, M2 Auto Repair, Elite Landscape, uh, Hasbens Moto, uh, always keeping my graphics looking fresh. Dave Danger at MX Culture, DT1 Air Filters, and um, yeah, just everyone who's helping me out. You know, uh, we appreciate it. We're gonna get this uh, season back on the right track. Fair enough. Well, I appreciate the time, my friend. Yep. Cool.